0: Hey ladies, I hope you had an awesome Mother's Day this week I did, it was such a blessing I enjoyed family I actually got to see a special, special, sweet mamma of ours I haven't seen her in a long time But she was such a key mother for my first child When we were very much at a place we needed help and it was just such a blessing, like I can't even describe the gratitude I feel for just sitting with her and just feeling her love and just the, the now opportunity that we have to connect with family. It was just so beautiful. So I just wanted to share that with you and I hope you had a great day. And if you struggled this Mother's Day, I hope that you can look for something to be grateful for. I hope that you can maybe serve and love someone else to even open and expand your heart. And I hope that you will really seek the Lord in that and let him know how you're feeling and where you're struggling because that is absolutely a part of what he does. He nurtures us and comforts us when we struggle. So today's episode, I'm just going to talk a little bit about how in the world can we get clarity and hear from God and have that relationship with him when we've been regularly drinking. It's just almost impossible. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure So first of all, if you have not had a chance to be a part of the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group, please come in there and say hi. I would love to meet you and I want you to know that we just had an awesome training last week on self-discovery, self-love, and self-control. And that could sound a little like woo-woo or selfish, but I'm just going to tell you that it even blessed me by putting together this workshop because I was reminded about how truly important it is in for us to be filled up and to serve and to step into our calling we must know who we are and we must really care for our well-being it is a top priority so that's a little bit about even what we're going to talk about today is how can we have clarity on our calling when alcohol is present or clarity really on anything else. But I just, I wanted to to speak to our calling because that is, as a believer, the most ultimate way we can be filled with joy, okay? And if this, if you're not sure about it and you really don't even know what that means and what is calling and what is being believer, just hang on anyway, because I think this could benefit you just from learning a little bit about what's happening in our brain. And we've talked about this before, but I just want to highlight again, let's talk about first some things that happen to our brain when we drink on a regular basis. And um, a regular basis really is pretty broad, right? It could be daily, it could be binge drinking on the weekends, it could be two glasses a day, it could be a bottle of wine a day, like I was drinking, who knows? But what happens is it clearly alters our neurotransmitters, it slows down GABA, which is what creates the slurred speech, the slower reaction time, it lowers our inhibitions and clouds our judgments, which as you have experienced, if you have, if you're here, then... (laughs) 120% 120% sure that you understand what I'm saying here. That you know, you just it clouds your decision making. It um everything kind of goes in slow motion and you're just kind of not clear on what you want. Like in the you may think you do, but it's it's just not real. It affects the way we process information. Can you imagine the, you know, say if you're taking in some information or learning, right? That's one of the biggest things is because it affects that, I have seen people that have really not done well with, let's just say they're taking a master class or they're doing something that they're trying to continue to retain the content. It's just not possible because the brain does not have the cognitive ability to really learn. So if you're someone who's like in school You're um, maybe going back to school for college. Maybe you're doing some sort of training. Maybe you're trying to up-level your skills. And if drinking is part of your routine, then I want to warn you that you are going to struggle a lot more with retaining and processing this new information than you would if you had some more clarity. And what's so cool about that, and I can just tell you this is my story, I feel smarter (laughs) It's so goofy sometimes too because i'll say I feel so smart And that could be like super silly like you're a 46 year old woman talking about how smart you feel But I do because I went through so many seasons not feeling that way. And yes, I know I'll call myself on it I get to think about how i'm gonna feel because this is what I teach. This is how I, I teach it But there's also very true physical chemical issues too, right? so even though overall Michelle was smart, Michelle's choices were not allowing her brain, right? So we can put that into any of us in our situations. So now I really feel like when I'm in a learning place and I'm intentional about it and focused, I can really retain information. I can process it in a way that like, oh, okay, that I understand. Uh, You know, it brings understanding. And then I also... Can ask good, clear questions when I'm not sure where before it just wasn't the case. Um, so yeah, it affects new memories from really sticking. Um, when this, when I say memories, I'm thinking like this is a really big deal if we're mamas, right? We just had Mother's Day. I don't know what your weekend looked like, but I'm gonna tell you, I had one of the most non like big deal Mother Day Mother's Day yesterday. But what I did experience is such memories and connection. It was just awesome. Like church was amazing and just spending time with my kids. And I got to see my, um, my mother-in-law and that side of the family. And it was beautiful. It was probably in the low seventies and there was a breeze and we just hung outside and we grilled out and we just shared and talked and laughed. And I mean, it was just great. And then I got to go by and see a sweet little mama that basically took care of my first child, Savannah when Michael and I had our first baby, we were in a place, if you remember this, you may have been here too, like literally, we were barely paying our bills to live in a home and pay our bills. We were very, very um, struggling financially. And I didn't know, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I just had started my career in hair. And I was like, This is unbelievable. So anyway, I was introduced to this sweet little grandma, and her name is Mama. and she basically, I can't even, I can't even tell you how dirt cheap she was, but she took care of children. And throughout the years, she told me this yesterday, she has taken care of 78 different children, and that's the one that she can remember and keep up with. She's almost 89 and she has all a lot of their little pictures on the wall, so we went into her house, and all these memories came flooding back, and there was a picture of Savannah on the wall, and Savannah's almost 17, and it was just a beautiful time. It was emotional. It was oh, just so precious, and like my mind started like, you know, thinking back, and she was asking me questions and then she would remember things and then I would remember things. And then Savannah was like, oh yeah, I remember, you know, all these kind of memories came flooding back in her. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful connection. And because I am clear and I am intentional and I'm being present, I really was able to like stick that and because I went to bed and had a good night's sleep is there because I remember early on when I was uh, researching a lot of this too was you could learn let's just say we were clear during the day let's just say all that happened during the day and let's just say I had come home and I drank wine like I typically did those memories from the day weren't allowed to process and like really stick in our sleep that so then I would have still lost some of those and I wouldn't have had the like um sensitive uh nature of it if that makes any sense okay and then kills brain cells and shrinks the brain (laughs) i mean straight up we know this is what's happening right okay so let's contrast this too as well like what does the bible say and i really am just gonna sort of paraphrase this there's some specific scripture but at the end of the day like i believe that there are people that are christians believers however you want to speak that in the relationship with the lord that believe the bible that they they can have an occasional drink i don't believe it says absolutely you're not allowed to drink because if you remember there's stories about jesus turning water into wine right And, you know, that's kind of been a joke throughout the years of like, well, Jesus made wine, so it's good for us. And here's the thing is, there's a lot of backstory and, you know, I've heard different preachers teach on that in different ways and what wine was then versus what wine is now. There's a lot of that, right? So let's just not get overly nitpicky in that. But what I know it does clearly say is it says, don't get drunk. I mean, that's straight up clear. And you know, we can basically look and say, well, what was what is our level of drunk? And then I believe that when it also says to be sober-minded and on watch because the enemy is prowling, right? Like I said, I'm paraphrasing. So what that means to me is if we get to a place where there is that more slurred speech, slower reaction time, if our judgment is clouded, you know, all these things that we just said that this does to our brain, Then that's what the bible's saying that that's not cool you know that's not what it's designed for okay and another piece of this is it also says if this would cause someone else to struggle then don't do it so let's just say that you know you're someone I doubt that you're here if you're someone that can have a glass here and there and it's no big deal. I believe that is true. I know people in my life that are like that and it's just not, it's not an issue and that's totally fine. I don't think I've ever said, you know, I'm not anti-alcohol. I mean, I know that I'm anti-alcohol because of like the health reasons and what it can truly do to your body in access in excess But I'm not walking around like, oh gosh, there's the like wine police, right? I don't walk into a room and people hide their wine. Like, if they do, then you guys don't know me very well, okay? So here's the deal is, but still, let's just say that you're someone that who is, you know, you just found this podcast or someone shared it with you and it's like you like the fact that we talk about mindset and faith and that stuff too. And, you know, you do drink occasionally, it's no big deal. But if you were to, have the opportunity to witness or share with someone or um, have a relationship with someone that struggled with drinking or that struggled with the fact that it confused them that you were trying to really witness and share to them and you drank, then, then you would choose not to. And if someone would choose Um, to drink in that situation, then that's a whole nother issue with how you relate to your relationship with the Lord and your convictions. Okay. So that's the thing about this is that we have the ability to make our own choices. That's the whole free will that we're given. But we also have the the teachings from the Bible. And we choose to believe that, then we have to understand that what that says is clear. I mean, it's very clear. Do not get drunk. I have sinned many, 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 many times because I did. All right. So I just think that's important to kind of look at that and see. And then at the end of the day, it's like, listen, if you are someone who really wants to grow in this area and you really want to get to a place where you do have more clarity, then the first step is, well, to me, my first steps always surrender. Right, anytime I'm struggling with something, I'm like, "Oh Lord, I need your help right now." I've trying. Obviously, I'm trying to hang on to this myself. I'm taking on too much, and I got to remember that you're there always for me. Always first step for me, and the actionable step too that you can see tangibly is removing the alcohol, ladies. I mean, it's just that clear. Is it hard? Yes, because of all these things that's happening in our brain and in our body, in our thought process, and the fact that we have been running to it for a reason, if we're consistently drinking, then we're doing that for a reason. We're doing it because we're struggling in other areas. And that's the process of this work. The inner work that you will do, the work that we do together, if you choose to work with me. And that's how it goes. But you have to get it out of the way first. You have to get clear minded so that you can hear from the Lord and he can start showing you and speaking to you. And if you think that you can continue down that path and see what he has for you or see what you're called in to doing in the future, then I think you're just really mistaken. I just don't think that's possible because I know for me that i was so wrapped up in myself and i was wrapped up in running from the emotion and running from how i was feeling about my husband or how i was feeling about my job or myself or my children or my situation like all i was doing was going to something to numb it and stop it so i couldn't even get clear on why was i even feeling this way what do i even want anyway And then that turns you back to really looking at once we get clear what all these types of questions and this self-discovery that we can go in and go, oh, wow. And if we will just be open to it, he will start to show us. Okay. So I just believe that that's the deal. When we're in this cycle of choosing something, in our case here, we're talking about typically wine or some sort of alcohol, it can be something else, but in, if we continue to choose to run to that first, numb what's going on, and cause our judgment to be clouded, we're just not going to be able to see, we're not going to be able to hear, and we're not going to really be able to take proper, clear decision action steps, right? It's just not impossible. So I hope this helps, and I hope it's really just a good, like, all right, This is it. You know, I hope it's just one of those podcasts that you're like, okay, I've been watching. I've been listening. You know, I've been back and forth with this. Thought I could moderate. You know, I, you know, I went so many days and I thought, oh, maybe I can moderate. And I got right back into it. You know, I see it time and time again. I did it myself. And it's just, you got to get clear. And then if you really want to make some progress in your life and let's see, where are we at? We're in May. Can you imagine? I just want you to visualize just for a minute with me. I want you to, um, all right, here we go. I'm serious. This just came to me. I want you to take a couple deep breaths. <sighs> Even if you're driving, you don't have to close your eyes. Wherever you are, I just want you to breathe. And I want you to think about how different would your life look and then four months from now, five months from now, If you chose today to be completely done with alcohol, to be completely done with the excuses, to decide to move towards growth, to take time for yourself and your well-being, to invest in help and accountability, and to really decide that you are absolutely in control of your choices that affect your future, Where will you be? How will you feel? Would you feel more at peace? Would you be able to experience joy? Would you feel confident? Would you be more courageous? Would you be able to say, Wow, I'm becoming the mom that I always wanted to be. I'm becoming the wife that I wanted to be. I'm becoming just the human that I just didn't even realize was there. This is possible for you, and I just want you to just soak in this moment and just understand that this is your time. This is your time, ladies. Take a deep breath, and I'm going to just tell you if this is something that you can take time to do this week in a journal, oh, I just highly encourage you to just sit down and visualize. I just want you to visualize like what, how you'll feel, what you'll be doing, what your life could possibly look like. Um man it is a beautiful thing i cannot express how this being removing alcohol going down this journey has been one of the most ultimate best decisions and life-changing journeys i have ever done and it's it's amazing And just so you know, you have the opportunity to work with me starting in June. I have openings mid-June coming up. I only have three slots, and one of them actually was taken. And so that leaves two ladies. Seriously, Um, I had opened up an extra one because I've had several people reach out to me that are curious about what that looks like. So basically, it is four months working with me one time a week we're face-to-face we're in a zoom we're face-to-face we are working through processing challenges celebrating victories you know really digging deep on a lot of the stuff i teach when it comes to values and setting up your environments what does that look like helping you really dig into your faith and what does that look like on many different levels? I mean, there's women that literally are brand new to faith and that are just kind of exploring what does this mean and in in learning how to just simply read a little bit here and there. And there's some that have, you know, remembered this from their past and had a relationship, but just have sort of like strayed away and that we can, you know, just kind of light that up a little bit in our hearts, right? And then um, really, Just work together, the accountability, the check-ins, you know, the thing that I've I've heard recently this last week from one of my clients was, you know, I really said yes because I've been following you for a while. I realize that you're the real deal, that you'll shoot it to me straight, that you're honest, that you're available that, you know, you've done this and you've walked down this road and that I know I can check in with you and I have access to you during the week. And I think that's very valuable. And that's something that's important to me too. Just so y'all know, like I use a app called Voxer and it's like a little walkie talkie app. You can text and send pictures and talk. And I have that available when you work with me to check in during the week. You know, when something comes up, because, you know, we have those moments, right? I don't know if you've ever had the experience with going to therapy or something in the past, and you may have seen someone weekly or bi-weekly or maybe even just monthly, and you had those times where you're like, man, I am really I really need some help right now, or I need some guidance, or I just need to vent to a very, like, safe space in person, because if I don't say this out loud and get this out, I'm going to lose my mind you know i i didn't have that like and then sometimes when i would go to therapy or i'd go to my meeting it was like um well i'm good today if we could have sat down and chatted like a week ago it would have maybe have been a different story but i've had time to either get over it or process it or i like really messed up and didn't make the best choices so the thing is is that it's just a different relationship that we have so it may not be for you, and that's okay if that's not something that you feel like that you need that that, you know, attention, that one on one, that whole walking with you these next four months, if that's not what you need, then that's okay. You know, come into the sisterhood. I'm gonna be teaching in there, stay close to the podcast, have accountability partner. But if you feel like you just know in your heart that is something that you you need, you need that support that you want, that you really want to grow, you're not just interested in just not drinking, you're interested in this this work and this this journey that I talk about, then email me. You can message me at Porterfield at gmail.com. You can um, come on Facebook and message me there, or you can message me and DM on Instagram at coachmichelleporterfield. Anything works. I love voice messages. You can type them. If you're not comfortable with that, I just love voice messages because we can get down and get to it real quick and I can kind of hear where you're coming from. So with that said, I'm going to let you go. I hope you have an awesome week and I cannot wait to connect with you. If um, you have any questions or any input, send them through. I love you, ladies. Until next time, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review.